welcome back to Goonies World. My name is Goonie, also known as Colin, and I'm joined as always by Ryan, also known as Meanie. Hello. And Sean, also known as Johnny Pharaoh. Hi there, everybody. John Q. Pharaoh. That's right. Q is for Quincy, in case you didn't know. In case you cared, which you don't. <laughs> which they probably don't. Nobody cares about Quincy. Nope. Wasn't that a sitcom in the 80s? Yeah, nobody cares about Quincy. No, I mean, just, just, just Quincy. <laughs> it was Quincy. It starred the guy. Uh, well, we're not going to get into well, Quincy. Nobody yeah. cares about John <laughs> Quincy Adams. Only John Adams. Only John Adams, yeah. Because Quincy, yeah, the Quincy's, nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, though, yeah, I don't think anyone cares too much about Quincy, the TV show, either. I just couldn't remember what it was. I think was. he was a medical investigator, though. I don't think anyone doctor. cares about Goonies World. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, We should I, try to make them care. I care. I care. I care, and I bet more people listened to Goonies World last week than watched reruns of Quincy. <laughs> that's actually probably, that's probably true. All right. Well, I think we're going to play Kids on Bikes again, right? Nope. Oh. Actually, we are. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> confused Sorry. for a second. Uh Yes, uh, we are going to pick back up. Uh, I believe you had uh, persuaded a reluctant and skeptical Chip to return from Sacramento to Jupiter Springs with you. That's um, right. Yeah, it took some lying, I think. And and pry other... him from the clutch of a vampire. Yes, and yeah. those, we'll have to see how those, how those lies end up uh, affecting things. But... Uh, you are arriving back in Jupiter Springs um, approximately 1 p.m.-ish. And, um, you know, Derek's blasting the, the radio, of course. Mm-hmm. Probably just, you've been probably listening to a loop of the four Dingleberry songs on this tape. Yeah. Uh, all the way there and all the way back. I hope so. Uh, and <coughs> Derek... Um, Tells you that you know his 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 uh, deal. Uh, you know he went really well dropping off the records, and they really liked him. And they that's great. Yeah, they so they got invited to do a show in Sacramento, and he's all excited about that. Um, wow, out of town gig, sweet. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go on tour, man. I can feel it. That's excellent. Uh, but as you uh, as he drives you into. Uh, the outskirts of Jupiter Springs, he turns down the radio and says, Hey, you guys want to go anywhere in particular? I was just going to go back to the house, but if there's somewhere you guys want me to drop you off, like, that's cool. Okay. Hmm. Let us think. <clears throat> yes, quick strategy meeting. It's a good uh, thing we've got Chip back, because this combat ops training will come in handy. Uh, Dude, got a good tactical mind. I would say the university, but I don't think any professors would be there since it's Thanksgiving break. I agree. Yeah, we didn't think about that, but... Yeah, yeah. so unfortunately you won't be able to meet the guy that translated. Oh, yeah, that guy... Yeah, that guy won't be available. We already talked to him, and I don't think he's going to be there. Yeah. Well, you know what? If it were up to me, you know what I would do? I would go straight to the cave. Well... It is. It's better to do it at daytime. That's right. That's exactly what I'm thinking. We go to the cave. We get the hard part over with. We're already equipped. I'm sure you wouldn't mind handing back little Leroy for old time's sake. 
Well, I'm sure he can swing this thing better than I could. Derek, do you still have those nunchucks in the trunk? I know it's been about a year since I last saw them, but uh, do you know if they're still there? Uh, I, yeah, probably, or maybe, well, didn't, wait, didn't, uh, metagamingly, didn't, didn't, didn't. Oh, yeah, they were already taken out. Yeah. They were already stolen from the trunk. took them, so I believe... Chip but, actually still has them written on his character sheet, so maybe they're in his backpack. They probably are, his backpacks, yeah. Uh, I didn't get a chance to get the throwing stars I was going to get before that trunk closed. So, uh, Derek, if you've got those Chinese throwing stars, uh, I, I sure could use them. Yeah. I mean, actually, Chip could probably, he is ninja, so... He probably would be better at him. That's right. We need to stop referring to you as Chip because as of this moment, you are officially Ninja once again. <sighs> Whatever, dudes. So, Ninja, Laser Man, and myself, Avenging Condor. Derek, will you please drop us off? Avenging Condor. That's You're... really not amusing at all. I, but I now I can't believe I never thought of that and anticipated <laughs> it. Well, you're so much older than us. Listen. I don't know what that means. I don't want to know. <laughs> Derek, we'll, we'll drop us off at uh, at Taloa Pines the fourth. We, we're we're going to go to Sabretooth Cave. Really? I mean, dudes, like I can do that, but I mean, okay. Yeah, we we know that place. You know, we've been uh, back there so many times. We're not going to get lost or anything. We'll just you go. Know. We know exactly. We're just going to go and take a few photographs for old times' sake. So, are you walking back then? That's a long walk. Oh, well, well that's a good point. Uh, maybe you could uh, put. Uh, I think there's like a drivable uh, trail for a while. You can uh, drive us kind of closer to the uh, Sabretooth Cave. I know we really will still have to walk home. Well, we should we... get our bikes first and then go there. Alright, we'll just bike there. Yeah. Just, uh... Yeah, just take it. Hey, how about you just drop us all off at our houses individually. And then we'll get on bikes and meet up. Well, your bikes are at uh, Max's. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes. Uh, that's okay. right. Take us to Max's. Okay, dudes, uh, no problem. And he... Oh, Chip won't have his, a bike. That's though. all right. He could ride. He could sit on your handlebars. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's kind of big for that, but... Uh, well, then you can sit on your handlebars. That's true. Yeah. All right, so uh, Derek drops you off at uh, Comics to the Max, where your bikes are, and the where the... Uh, uh, Battle Mallet. Battle Mallet. Battle Mallet. Battle Mallet 20,000. Is uh, is wrapping up. Well, they're playing Battle Mallet and they're playing Battle Mallet twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they were, but now they're sort of wrapping up, wrapping up, picking up there, putting their little mini dudes in the little foam cases and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Max sees you, and he comes out and says, "Hey, dudes." Um, I got a hold of the professor you were talking to me about. The one that we already yeah, spoke yeah, with. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. You talked to him? I'm not like, speaking, but go ahead with what you were going to say. I'm winking very hard. <laughs> right. Make a charm roll. <laughs> Oops, wrong, dice. wrong dice. Get your dice together. Oh, <laughs> Man, he completely does not pick up I on it at all. Take a adversity take, token. Take yeah. Token. But he does not pick up on it at all. He's like, well, what do you mean? I mean, I just called him. You'd asked me to call him and he said he'd take a look at the picture for you if you wanted. Okay, that's a, that's a different 
professor <laughs> that he's talking about, well, Chip. But, yeah. Uh, what do you? And Chip's just just kind of got like a blank look, one eye. And, okay. Like, he just looks goes a little pissed, but okay. not saying anything. All right. Yes. Just we'll deal with. We'll deal with the implications of that sentence in a moment. A second opinion. Uh, what did what did this <laughs> professor have to say? <clears throat> well, he said that he would take a look at the at the picture. That he, you know, he'd see. Okay. Yeah, second opinion. Great. Yeah. Uh, where where are we uh, gonna meet up at? Where's the meat supposed to happen? Uh, park. Call, call it the meat. Park bench somewhere. Yeah, something like that. Public place, just in case there's any assassins. Well. uh... That seems a little, a little extreme, but he uh, he said that you could. I mean, he's not working today, but he would be willing to meet you at his office at the at the university. Great. All right, great, great. Now we're getting somewhere with this investigation. Although, yes. Although we might have to have a talk with Chip. It's time to have that talk. It's not like anyone's going to drive him back. I realize you're standing right in front of us while we're talking to you, but. Maybe the calm, cool interior of this uh, comic store is the best time to tell you that we may have stretched the truth somewhat in our attempts to get you back. What are you talking about, dude? Well, we... Dickie was thinking tactically on his feet, and as you know, without you, our tactical game has been, you know, slightly stymied, and uh, so, so we actually haven't translated those uh, documents, and they don't necessarily say that you were meant to come back to... Uh, but I think that's what they said. <laughs> that, that's what we, in our hearts, is how we've translated it. And so we're telling you what the translation that we hope is true. But we haven't done it yet. And you're here now. And aren't you glad you came? Seriously. Down deep. Yeah, look. I'm not sure yet, dudes. But, but wouldn't you like to go see your grandma? I would like to go see my grandma. Yeah. And I got to pick up my bike anyway. That's, why, that's what I'm saying. We got to just give time for him to have a little bit of a reunion with his grandma. Okay. We could just hang but, out in his house. But let's make sure that uh, we get we have plenty of daylight left uh, when we head out. Yeah. So not too long with the uh, whole grandma stuff. That's right. But we're, I'm sorry that we lie, but because you're our friend and you're, you are a member of our organization and uh, we shall be truthful with each other, but it was a tactical lie to get you out of uh, enemy stronghold, essentially. And uh, possible possible vampiric infestation. I've still not ruled this out yet. I've not ruled dude, out... Dude, dude. Oh. Someday I will talk to you about ancient Egyptian daywalkers, but now is not the time to speculate on what your friends at the uh, mental institution may or not, may not be into. Alright, All right. so um, get your bike. Uh, you probably haven't upgraded your bike in quite a while. Like We've got... Uh, or like um, cards, you know, on ours that make it sound cool, uh, like a motorcycle. That's right. Uh, but it's okay if you can't afford that. Uh, <laughs> I'm a ninja. I rely on stealth. Dick. Well, Ooh, you got me there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A ninja's always got it going on. All right, so just grease it up. Grease up your bike chain, then. <laughs> okay. Well, um, yeah, we've just got the two bikes, but. Well, there. he's got a bike at home. That's right. So we gotta get him there. So he's so he's gotta ride well, on somebody's. Yeah, uh, you can ride my bike, uh, and I'll ride on the handlebars. Uh, I'm pretty lightweight, uh, and it'll give you a chance to 
um, you know, have this is an expensive huffy bike. So <laughs> he's got like the the, the Walmart brand or Sprawlmart Sprawlmart brand, <laughs> which by the way I, I, I haven't mentioned yet, but the Sprawlmart yeah. did actually open. Oh, it did. It is. It okay. is finally open. Oh, good. Um, Whatever disturbance. Apparently, apparently got dealt with. Well, I'm sure there's nothing more to tell about that no, Sprawlmart for the whole future. Absolutely All not. All right. Um, but he uh, is happy to ride your bike with you on the handlebars. I don't know if you have pegs that you could stand on. Oh, um, God, yes. Yeah, so you, you're welcome to do that as, if you prefer. You're going to have to peg it. Let's peg it, baby. All right. Well, you guys uh, ride off towards uh, Sugarbush. Uh, where Chip, uh, you know, meets, uh, gets, goes and, you know, talks with his grandma for a while and they visit for, for some time. Um, but, uh, you know, of course she also understands that he wants to hang out with his friends, um, and does not keep him particularly long. And, um, so you can, he comes out and you can, uh, head off towards the, uh, well, wherever you want to go. If you want to go to the cave, you can go to the cave. You want to go to the college, you can go to the college. Well, I think obviously we first we should go to the college. Yeah, we don't want to miss this opportunity. No, this is a golden opportunity. We'll be armed with all the information that we can. But, uh, all right, so, once again, back in action, Laser Man and Ninja, supervised, of course, by Avenging Condor. Dude, I'm the oldest. So I, can I be the supervisor? Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> who taught who about John Carpenter films? All right, I rest my case. Anyway, compadres, let's ride. All right. <clears throat> so you ride off in the direction of the school, which uh, what's it called? We I didn't think of that far ahead. Uh, yeah, I I don't know either. We're just establishing this about our universe that there's a. Uh, university here but I don't think it should be part of the state system it should have a name that reflects that you know it could be like Taloa University or maybe just a college doesn't have to be a university yeah yeah Taloa College or a I like I like that direction I want to I feel like there should be another word Taloa We've Valley. To low, to to low low Valley. Valleys always go with colleges. Right. <laughs> yeah, Taloa Valley College. Right, so you uh, ride your bikes in the direction of Taloa Valley College, which is um, kind of in the middle of town. Um, you know, because so students can, you know, have easy sort of walkable access to stuff and they live in the there's like frat houses and sorority yeah. houses it was established stuff, by streets. logger barons in the late 1800s mm. so they're loggers like trees or loggers like beer loggers like the barons of trees <laughs> yeah tree barons and their kids do a nice university a nice college um so and now max would have told you of course that uh the professor you're uh, going to see is a professor in the linguistics department. Uh, his name is Mark Beeson. Mark professor Beeson. Professor Beeson. And uh, likely enough sounding name. Well, it's so cool. This is going to be where I probably go to college uh, if I don't, you know, not accepted into uh, film school. I do not intend to go to college personally. Because I think it's a, a conspiracy where people are brainwashed. I know. And 
the true uh, information is this. I will be raised on the school of the streets, my friend. Yeah, I know that. I also know that your grandma can't really afford it, so... Uh, but you tell yourself whatever you want. You know what? Sometimes, yourself. sometimes, you know what? I feel like you're just another Moonstone Hills kid. Just looking down your nose at the rest of the world. I thought I was talking to Laser Man. I didn't know I was talking to Richie Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again? Richie Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I'm watching an episode of Silver Spoons. <laughs> How about that? How about this? You could be a real dick. Does that does that make sense? Or do I need to speak it in linear P? <laughs> <laughs> dick uh, dick. Well, technically, I am a dick. So well, it doesn't a, hurt my feelings. Definitely a dicky dude. Well, you know, I'm yeah. going to overlook this because you're my BFF and my MVP. But... So you, uh, we're gonna have to talk about this. You park your bikes uh, outside the uh, building, and uh, another—it's not dissimilar looking, honestly, to the uh, the hospital <laughs> that you were at just a couple hours ago. Um, similar uh, age of building, um, but you follow the signs to the linguistics department and find the office of Professor Beeson. All right, this is it. Okay. Uh, let's see what this professor has to say. All right. Yeah, okay. I'll knock on his office door. Come in. And I'm going to come in and I'm going to say, Dr. Beeson, I presume? Yes, that's correct. You must be, um... You must be the children that uh, Max was telling me about. I don't know any children. Young, young adults. Uh, the young adults would be the preferred nomenclature, I believe. Young adults, children, well, you know. All the same to me. But he did say you had a rather interesting picture that you thought might be some kind of writing you could not decipher. Yes. yes be quite interested in seeing this. Now, I, he said it was on the trunk of a tree. Is that right? Carved that's, in. That's correct. And do you know, was this, like, carved long, long ago? Perhaps by uh, natives or something, or... No, uh, well, it's hard to explain, but uh, I guess I don't think I'm assuming it's fresh, but uh, I don't French? Th- no. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Just kidding. I I, uh, I don't know that we've ever examined that tree before uh, the other day, but uh, I've been climbing that tree my whole life. I can guarantee you it's right. fresh. As for the author of these strange symbols. Well, let's just leave that between uh, us children for now. Perhaps you can tell us what you think about these carvings. We don't carvings. want to cloud your uh, judgment. Yeah, we we want a fresh, uh, an open-minded person to take a look at this. Yes, and you come highly recommended by the uh, most prestigious authorities that we know. Very well. Well, uh, who's got the photograph then? Right, uh, right here. Take a look. Take here. a look. Take a look at that. Are you? Set it down on his desk that he is seated, which he is seated behind, and uh, he pulls a pair of glasses out of his front shirt pocket and puts them on and uh, looks at it. I'm gonna give him a roll. Hmm, quite interesting. This is. Um, I'm not certain. 
It is writing, but it could be very peculiar if it is. Um, I can't say that I would be able to translate this. I mean, it really just looks almost more like a design or, or, or a drawing, perhaps? I, it's very hard to say. Have you got any ideas? Just that one of these semicircular sorts of half-oval symbols has one underlined more aggressively than the rest. Yes, I'm noticing Like that. so, which might have some significance. At first I thought that it might be like a, a star map or something. There was planets of our sun, but I don't believe the numbers line up. So... Oh... Wait, I, don't say it like that. Why? He what? says... Just the first thing that popped into my head. You know... Um, one moment. And he gets up and goes over to a bookshelf, um, which is mostly lined with, you know, books on ancient languages and, and, and forms of writing and stuff, but uh, there are some other books as well. I wish we'd had a chance to check this play for bugs. In his library. And he... Um, oh, well. Grabs one... It's an encyclopedia, uh, a well-worn encyclopedia, um, fairly new, but, but used heavily, clearly, and he begins flipping through it. He finds a page that has a symbol that looks very similar to what was carved on the tree. Is it linear B? Um, it's not a language at all. You see, this line represents the boundary of the Oort cloud. The Oort cloud? And these are the paths of the several nearest stars to the sun over the last 20,000 years. <gasps> I was right! So it's celestial movements. And this one, the one that is, um... Emphasized. Yes. This is Proxima Centauri. <gasps> well... So... Chip, you may not know that's the closest star to our own. I, of course, knew that. Of course you did. My colleague would be ashamed if my number one colleague did not know that. Professor, what do you... You're saying that the, this one on my tree, the emphasis shows Alpha Centauri, or the ones in your book? I mean, Pro, Proxima Centauri? Well, there's, yeah, there's no emphasis on it in the one in the book. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, this is real evidence this now. This is confirmation. This is, so that confirms it. This is alien. Well, yes. What you're saying is that this is alien. No, what I'm saying is that somebody with access to an encyclopedia perhaps carved this into your tree. I see. Uh, so an so alien I, with an encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. Encyclo encyclopedia salesman, maybe. Yes, perhaps, perhaps. Perhaps the Encyclopedia Galactica. Wow. Dude's, dude's like. I didn't bring my medicine. Well, that's good. You're starting to see the light now. Here, have some marshmallow fluff. 
Uh, I'm trying to cut down. Oh, keep you fluffed up, active. Are you uh, going through withdrawals? I know, man. They don't have marshmallow fluff. No, from your medication. Oh no, man! I just realized that I forgot to bring it. Yeah, but if you start freaking out, uh, we might have to. It's not gonna start freaking out. All right. Don't listen to this, this professor. This doesn't concern you. But listen, we are very, very thankful for your time, Professor Beeson. Very, thank you very much. I, I certainly hope we can consult again on future projects. Yes, well, um, you know, uh, I'll give you my card. Oh uh, yes, I'll have my curriculum vita forwarded to you. Oh, very, very good. Oh, I've written numerous scholarly articles. They're in numerous respectable publications. In, in the super nature. <laughs> well, I'm pending articles in Nature, National Geographic, and several other journals. As soon as certain misconceptions about pyramids off of Cuba are rectified. <sighs> Okay. Well, all right. Well, um, I hope that solved the mystery for you then, and um, well, it certainly points us in the right direction, sir. Yes, we'll have have a have a lovely rest of your yes. day, uh, uh, young adults. Uh, all right, thank you. Yes, we hope to hope to encounter you again. All right. Did anyone else think that he was a little bit strange? Um, you mean like his accent? It was I mean, he was like British or something, right? Yes. Well, the British are a crafty bunch, as we all know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think. <laughs> There could be British people li- listening to us right now. <laughs> and, and and probably talking shit about my terrible British accent. Probably. Why they would prob- they do that? Why would they talk shit about it? We have lovely English accents. No, they're awful. No, they're they're brilliant, aren't they? Anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, well, seriously, I wish we had a chance to bug his office. Well, we've got. We don't have uh, bugs right now. He could be in. No, I don't. I, I meant. Uh, I meant. I wish we'd had a chance to debug. sweep it for a bug. Debug it. Yeah. Yes. Well, I know we didn't. We, we didn't take precautions, but. But we got some answers. Listen, yeah. I. I got the answer. I. Unless it's disinformation, but let's. I don't think so. I think that encyclopedia proves it. Yeah, I think if it was disinformation, it would be like more. There would be like five or six different, you know, sources yeah. of proof. Would they would totally overdo us. it. Yeah, this is the stuff. It's, it's just enough. I think it's uh, for me. I, I have no hesitant. I would not hesitate at all to. Uh, and, you're, and you know that I'm known for my skepticism, <laughs> and and I have no hesitation yeah. in saying that, that an alien, the very alien that we've been seeing, claw that on the tree. It wants us to know. I don't know, dude. I mean, maybe, but like. You know, how do I know that you didn't just, like, look that up and put a carpet on the tree yourself? Well, if I can promise you this, if I did, I will shortly be joining you um, at Heritage Pines facility because I will have been sleepwalking or something. But no, I definitely did not do it. Unless, of course, uh, some implants were shot from a Soviet-controlled satellite into my uh, cerebral cortex forcing me to do it and then erasing the memory of it which um, I'm sure we can all agree is fairly plausible so uh, but no I, I think uh, I think we've done about all we can do here I think it's time for us to move on so and in fact I just assumed you were discussing this as you rode yeah, off yeah, toward we, uh, wherever you uh, 
are going, which I imagine is the cave, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, well, I mean, if this uh, creature has a home base, it's probably there. Well, we do know that that's the only place we've ever seen it. I mean, the first where well, we saw it for longer than just a fleeting glimpse, where we saw more than we wanted to see. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> I say we make it back there. And we should probably, if we find any fungus, let's take samples of it and improve to our own satisfaction whether there is any fungal infestation. Speaking of fungus, now you had talked about, um, you know, getting some sort of air filtration gas mask, some sort of something like that, so as not to become, uh, not have any possibility of becoming a victim to said hallucinogenic fungal spores. Yes, but now the more I think about it, I don't know how to... I don't know where we would get those unless it was at the Army Surplus store. Uh, You know, it's the one out by Europa Roadhouse. (laughs) I mean, we could at least get, like, surgical masks, maybe? I mean, fungals... How big are fungal spores? I don't know, dude. Wait, no, I... I, You know what? I think we could probably find... I, I think we should wear, like, bandit masks. Just ba- uh, like bandanas. Yeah. Well, that would certainly make us look cooler. And um, uh, we are going into a cave like bandits. You know, we can pretend that, anyways. That's right. Uh, so that should work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that should work. Just so we just don't want to breathe in. The okay. Spirit. So I don't have bandanas. Um, I would imagine. That's like a chip thing, though. It's weak, but it's kind of. Do we want to go? Well, back? I already have a bandana tied around my head, Karate Kid style. I will merely lower it, thusly protecting my nose and mouth completely. Well, yeah, we'll just swing. We'll just run by my house on the way, and I'll, I'll grab a couple. Yes, more. grab some bandanas. All right. Perhaps a length of chain or a crowbar or any other weapon that you may have. I've got those nunchucks. So. All right, I'll so deal I with. I think that's about all I need, dude. All right, that's right. We are highly skilled in the ninja arts. It's a good thing we have a ninja with us. All right. Yeah, so we'll swing by, uh, swing by his place, and he acquires a couple additional bandanas. Um, gives one to Dickie. Now, guys, before we go, and I get out the jar of marshmallow fluff, just, just to steal our nerve for the action that we're likely to see, and as a bonding moment together before we go on our mission, I think we should all partake in this marshmallow fluff, just to put that extra spring in our step. I would, but for science... I need to know for sure that I need to look on if we see this alien I need to see it with sober eyes to know for sure well if I see an alien if I do see the alien I'm gonna gobble that marshmallow fluff down like nobody's business fair enough I tell you what brother we'll save it for the moment that it becomes necessary I myself will merely have one small finger scoop of it mmm all right, Chip, one small finger scoop of marshmallow fluff. Yeah, yeah, I think I need it, man. I think I need it, dude. Yep. Take the edge off. It's just a little bump yeah. to take the edge off. That's what my uncle used to say. That's what my aunt always says. <laughs> Perhaps your uncle and my aunt should meet. As soon as he gets out, I'll have him. All right, so 
Uh, well, I wouldn't say that you guys are, are, are fluffed up, really. But you do you do have a little bump and uh, ride your bikes off towards uh, Taloa Pines uh, National Forest or State Forest. I forget, but who cares? I think I think, we, I think it's interchangeable. Really, we have said it interchangeably, actually. But I, I believe it was national. I think it's written as national. Yeah. Um. And uh, you ride by the. Starbright Arcade on your way and uh, you hear a familiar voice shout oh no oh hey look who's look who's look who's back from the loony bin uh oh uh oh uh oh alright Chip are you gonna take that Chip and Chip Chip just he stops his bike and looks over Kill him. Let it go. And he just starts riding off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see you. Too, too scared, huh? You're not too scared? You're not going to not gonna do nothing, huh? And then a couple of, like, the girls uh, that have come out to see what's going on start, like, kind of laughing. But Chip just... I'm going to moon them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Take a look at the full moon, pal. And the girl starts screaming, and, the, and and Blaine's like, Oh, God! Get an eye full of plunger. <laughs> I know why your brother named his band the Diggleberries. <laughs> <laughs> Blaine shouts. and uh, uh, But uh, you just, um, <laughs> just avoid the encounter entirely, uh, uh, appears. Listen, listen, Chip, you did the right thing. Come, You've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, dude, I... I, I that dude's, that dude's an asshole, man. Uh, he doesn't deserve my, my time. Wow, you are changing. And, and in some ways, perhaps, for the better. Yeah, because uh, if you had laid hands on them, uh, they'd be goners. Uh, that would be a massacre, so... Yes, but then they would say, Oh, crazy psycho chip. Just went crazy and started... You did the yeah, right thing. Yeah, that's true. That's right. You're marked now, see? You're marked as an outsider, a rebel, an outcast. I can live with that, dude. But not a loner, because you've got us. All right, team. Crisis averted. So you pedal your way, uh, avoiding the the encounter with Blaine, to Taloa Pines. And um, now... There are worse things than Blaine in these hills. As I recall... It's sort of off. It's like a dirt road off of a. Yeah, well, there's a main road that kind of goes around through it, and uh, I mean a blacktop road, but it's all windy. And uh, but there's a gravel road that went off from there to a little parking space by the Sabertooth Cave entrance, which had been blocked up, but little kids were small enough to get in through the bars. Right. Yeah. Right. And somewhere uh, along the. Uh path here is a place is a little pond it's called prospector pond well let's not even get involved with prospector pond but if we could only find all the gold that's buried at the bottom of it someday but yeah and there's probably that old prospector that drowned there his body's still there as well oh that doesn't surprise me at all i've been meaning for years to come out here and make some field recordings to see if we can capture the voice 
perhaps soon enough. We'll need to get more funding for our research. Well, you know... That's always a problem with us. We just can't get the funding. Just can't get the funding. If we, if we, got, the, if we got all that gold, dude, that would be funding forever. I oh, know. yeah. That would be incentive. We could uh, search this whole the whole forest then uh, and just do whatever kind of projects we want. Well, it's Perhaps our next mission should involve hunting for that gold, but for now... Oh, yeah. We have to make sure that our, our flank is cleared of alien activity before we go treasure hunting. Alright, so you uh, park your bikes in a little parking area outside of Sabretooth Cave and don your bandana slash face masks. And I'm going to pull my goggles down over my eyes. Probably not a bad idea. And I'm going to get out my Polaroid camera and have it ready. Okay. Alright, so... Are you, Chip, are you going to carry the nunchucks and little Reroy? Or, um, because I've got this laser gun, but of course that's uh, not going to be so effective. I might have to have little Leroy if that's okay with you. Uh, Unless unless you need both, but, you know, little Reroy's not very ninja-like, so... No, I, 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 you can totally take little Leroy, dude. It's cool. Cool. I'm getting the, the f- getting the feeling his little Leroy days are behind him. Yeah. Well, I'll <laughs> I'll take it up. Uh, you know, it's little Dicky now. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I you know, uh, <laughs> Laser Man sometimes carries. Uh, you know, he needs a melee weapon as well, so can't just be lasers. Well, it's true, but I think your laser will come, ver- come in quite handy as a light source. Oh, yes. That's, that's Power, prim- powered down, of course. So more of a flashlight level. I wouldn't raise oh, yeah. this intensity to full leth- lethality. Oh, of course not, yeah. <laughs> so, um, who's, uh, who's going first? Well, obviously, we brought the ninja for this very purpose. Right, we'll yeah. be right behind you. Yeah. Are you going to make Chip go? Okay. Well, he uh, pulls out his nunchucks. He's got his um, bandana uh, on, of course. Uh, and uh, in spite of clearly not believing or claiming to not believe that there's anything here to even discover, he does seem a little hesitant, but he does walk uh, into the cave and uh, he, now he doesn't have a light source, however. No. So you're going to have to... All right, laser man, you're on. Okay, I'm, to- I'm taking point. Uh, all right. Uh, follow me. All right. Plunger is in the rear. Let's go. All right. Into the darkness, my friends. So you walk fairly slowly um, up to the point where you can kind of hear the water yeah where the uh, body of the biker had been and of course is long since gone Um, and this is also, as I recall, where you first encountered, where we 
first encountered the uh, so-called alien. The beast. Yes, it's this room with a, with a pool in it. And it's right over there on the other side of the pool where we saw that assassin biker, whatever he was, with the milky eye. And then the creature was in this very room. We are at ground zero, troops. Ground zero. Put all senses on complete alert. Now, do you... You can go over by where the biker, the body of the biker was, and that appears to sort of go down, uh, beyond there, uh, down sort of uh, a not very steep slope down to the area where I'm imagining in my head the thing first appeared to you. From deeper Um, in where it came from. You can also sort of continue off deeper into the cave uh, almost straight ahead of you, but I I, I would assume that (coughs) that you would prefer to go in the direction uh, of where... Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. All right, gentlemen. So Chip proceeds past, slowly past the spot where the uh, biker lay and sort of looks around as though in anticipation of something, but nothing really happens. And he starts going down the slope, and he kind of motions at you, Dicky, to point kind of the the light downward so that he can kind of see what his feet are doing. Um, okay. And you all of a sudden the cave starts vibrating like like almost like almost like a like a subtle earthquake it's the big one i knew it growing in intensity and chip stops i i that's understandable and just like puts his hand against the wall there it goes okay california's going right off into the ocean i knew it and it stops it's just a tremor Okay. Clearly the Soviets have got their earthquake machine working. Let's check and see. Have we caved in? Uh, I didn't hear any rubble falling. uh, And yeah, you you didn't hear any rubble falling, and Plunger kind of can back up a little bit and and look around a little bit and doesn't. No, doesn't look like. I mean, you can. You doesn't look like you've been caved in or anything. You can. You can get out pretty Mm -hmm. easily. Of course, it could be a carrion crawler or a rock worm or any number of subterranean uh, rock-burrowing creatures, as elucidated in the Druids of Dragondale Referee's Handbook. Lucky I have a copy in my backpack. Well, we are lucky, yeah. All right. So once once we get out of here, dudes, and, uh, uh, you know, we've just proved there's not an alien, we can maybe play some, some of that. Uh, yeah, oh, well, obviously, uh, yeah, of show course. Show you the yeah. ropes. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. man, you're going to dig that so hard. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, you're going to love it. This uh, marathon game session tonight. And then afterwards, of course, John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. And, uh, and of course, I guess I'll be having marshmallows love alone. But 
he's right. First, we have to prove that this alien, quote-unquote, does not exist. Perhaps it's time to try to flush it out. Well... Maybe we just go a little bit further down this. Let's, yeah, let's go see where this leads. I think it's... I think... It's to its lair? It will come to us when it knows we are here. Obviously, I think it's been trying to communicate with us all along. Yes, I think... You heard that creepy radio message. Just as well as I did. I wish we had played that for Chip. And I wonder if what it wants, though. Like, because, uh... That one alien on that movie wanted to go home, but, uh, and this, this, uh, alien maybe wants to go home, but I don't think, I don't know how he expects us to get him home. Well, apparently you're under the impression that E.T. was a blockbuster film. It was, in fact, a documentary. It was a little known, little well, known fact. It was, was a... It was a full-on documentary. Drama-sized, uh, whatever, uh, a real event, but... It wasn't based quite... On, based on the true story. Yes, it was a true story. And, of course, the alien in the film is not a puppet. It was a real alien that was used in the film. This is the true... Well, I did hear that. Yeah. They, Spielberg, like, casted a real alien. Well, he met them during the filming of uh, Close Encounters. During <laughs> their actual alien well, landing. Well, that makes it sense. Disgu- it makes a lot of sense. Well, they had all this footage after the real landing. The best thing they could do to uh, shut up the conspiracy theories was to use it in the footage of a blockbuster film, thereby rendering it ridiculous. But this is not the time or place to discuss the, the rampant conspiracies in the Hollywood uh, industry. We must press forward into the dark. Well, Chip... After the rumbling subsides, the shaking, Chip slowly once again begins walking downward. Does that again, I'll think twice. And Chip stops and grabs your laser before you, I mean, unless you want to try to stop him. He grab he he wants to grab your gun and and start pointing it in a particular place. Uh, is he trying to just direct it, or he's yes. trying to actually pull it out? Well, he wants to he wants to grab it from you so that he can point it. Like he doesn't think he's got time to tell you where oh, to point it. I'll let him. All right. Well, he grabs it and points it and says, "Okay, I thought I saw it, dude. I thought you saw it. You did. I thought I did, but it's not there now." Well, and I don't want to look behind me. Um, okay. Okay. Plunger, can you can you just look behind you? You're you're verify. in the rear, Plunger. Right. Yeah, that is right. Just verify for okay. me. Okay. Slowly, slowly turn. Slowly. Slowly. But but I'm saying that, and I'm moving slowly. But I'm actually raising my Polaroid up as okay. I'm slowly turning, and then I'll turn and go. And take a picture of whether there's anything there or not. I, yeah. Well, okay. So you do that, which immediately blinds you. <laughs> yeah. So you don't know whether there's anything there, which yeah. is terrifying as yeah. fuck yeah. to you. And I don't know how you would react to that, to be honest. Um, I back stumble backwards into them, probably. Yeah. Right, yeah. So you 
she's, you, you guys see this? You see this bright flash, and Plunger just stumbles backwards into you, and and of course Chip's holding the light and shining it down, and uh, you all just fall and begin sort of rolling down this this slope. Um, so you roll, and Chip is at the front, of course, so he's the first one to splash into this small pool. Um, and I will allow... Man overboard! I will allow uh, you guys to make either grit or brawn rolls to not also get in the drink. I rolled... Uh, oh, shit. 19. Oh, you are quite successful. Plunger is the grittiest kid in Birth Springs. Come on, Dickie. Uh, you're more like the grotiest <laughs> boy in Jupiter Springs. I rolled a 10. All right. Well, uh, so Chip is the only one who's wet. Um, you guys both managed to stop yourselves. Uh, and but he, Chip, jumps up and starts shaking himself off a little bit, but he's like also shining this light around. Wait, shine it on this. I want to see what's on the Polaroid. Um. I don't know. It might still be. Yeah, it Shake takes a it. couple seconds. I'm shaking it. Yeah. Shake it like <laughs> your like your life depends on it. Anyway, though. So yeah, he, he, you you got a photograph of uh, some cave oh. walls. Oh dear. Dang. Obviously, the creature jumped away at the last minute. Yeah, it must have faded out of. I, could, I swear I saw it, guys. I swear I saw oh, it. I'm telling you, you, we've been seeing it too. It went off. It looked like it was going off towards that direction. He says, he points. We've got to get a photo. Okay. All right, let's go that way. All right, and as soon as you start moving, the cave gets rumbling and shaking. Oh, this is not pleasant, you guys. More and more and more intense, and you begin to hear this loud... It's not, I mean, there's just, it's so deep, like it's impossibly bassy, it just begins like welling up, and you can't tell if it's natural, like part of the, like, earthquake that's happening, or if there's something else going on. I think we must be approaching the center of the earth already. <laughs> well, if, if I didn't already know that the earth was hollow. Hollow then, earth is real, I know yeah, that, yeah. of course. I think we are approaching perhaps the uh, crossover point. We could listen. No, this is serious. Is it still going? It doesn't subside this time. Yeah, you guys are talking. It's like it's actually getting worse. Let's just give it five more minutes before we have to evacuate. As long as the cave seems structurally sound, as long as there's not like bits falling from the ceiling. But I just want to see what's beyond that corner where Chip pointed. Let's get ready to dodge out of the way of falling stalactites. That's right. Well. Just as you start pondering things falling on you, and you actually start to hear like rocks falling and and, and stuff, it, it stops again. And in fact, at just as soon as it stops, a cool breeze wafts in from the direction you're uh. wanting to walk. From the direction we're walking, yeah. that we're gonna. Oh, cool. why would know? it be cool? Well, oh, that's weird. Well, there's a breeze, but it could be. It could be uh, just uh, 
a way out. You know, everybody knows these these caves. There's all kinds of entrances that aren't immediately yeah, apparent. The cold, the air from outside would be warmer than in here in this cave, which is 56 degrees, I think. And uh, if it, it was, it was probably cooler. Than, well, I don't know how. I guess we'll find out when we well, keep walking forward. Let's see. Yeah, I'm not sure. I forgot to take the temperature outside. It could be just around the same temperature for all I know. All right, everybody agree? We'll press forward at least beyond this corner. If it does that again, though, I don't know. Discretion's... I don't want to get smashed and buried down here forever. Come. If this thing starts falling, I'm out of here. All right. I all think right. We'll, let's go forward. Well, you proceed. And you come before long to a strangely shaped room. Well, it's not room, but a strangely shaped cavern chamber. Chamber. That would be the right word. Yeah. Is this Um, natural? It does not appear to be. It appears to have been carved out by some kind of machinery almost um but and 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 it it looks like it should continue on but it doesn't it stops right here in this smoothly hollowed out chamber and chip looks around because this doesn't look natural at all. Mm-hmm. Is where's the breeze coming from? It subsided. Oh, it, yeah, it was very. It, it happened and then just stopped. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Let's let's well, search every inch of this chamber. This, yeah, the alien. He must be here, invisible. Wait a minute. I wonder if the Polaroid could pick up. If something was invisible, we could not see it. But last time with that cube, the polar had made it disappear um, when it was already visible. That's true. So maybe if we uh, cut out the lights altogether and stand here in pitch blackness, we can uh, see like uh, some sort of... uh, Maybe it'll, it'll be illuminate... I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're the one with the light. Why don't you shut it off for a second? Because maybe it's afraid of light or something. So I'll I'll cut the lights and we'll be in just pretty much total darkness down here. All right. Just for... It's going to be real scary. I just want to prepare you guys. Oh, you don't need to tell me. I've visited other planets. Not worried about it, dude. I'm going to... If you want to... Relieve, uh, relieve yourself now. You go right in. Just three, two, one. Cut the lights, Dicky. Cutting him. And you turn the light off? Yeah. Do you immediately turn it back on or do you just leave it off? I'll leave it off. See what happens. All right, you turn it off. And you hear a. Like a growling. I peed my pants. <laughs> it's me, Plunger. I came out just like you said to. 
What do you want from us? And you hear... And you, you keep the light off? Yeah, I'm, it's really hard not to uh, turn it back on, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to keep it off. Right. And, and I'm like, sque- I'm holding Chip's hand, like, just squeezing it as hard as I can, you know. Later on, I'll let go of it nervously, but... You know, you hear some soft footsteps coming down from the slope that leads to the water where Chippa fell or had slid into. We have nothing but peaceful intentions towards your people. There's no need for cultural misunderstandings. We're, we're here, here to, to help. That's right, we're here to help. And you hear... Well, you're talking so much you don't hear. Sorry. <laughs> Shut up, plunger. <laughs> <laughs> well, the footsteps get closer. And you hear... Give him some marshmallow flowers <laughs> just to get the same thing. I will uh, slowly unscrew the lid with a jar of marshmallow fluff. And, uh... And I'll hold it out slowly in the darkness. There you go. You like that? You like that? Yeah. And the the jar of marshmallow fluff is immediately batted <gasps> out of your hand and shatters against the what, wall. What's happening? And you hear a... Okay. As something is apparently eating the marshmallow fluff. Okay, give it a little bit of light. Let's give it a little bit of light, just a tiny bit. I'm gonna shine like up, uh, not directly at it, but just to get some ambient lighter at least. Well, you you shine a light up at the ceiling. Yeah. And this giant bear, like, oh, <laughs> like turns and looks at you and is startled by your presence, like seeing the three of you here, and begins like, kind of like gallops off back up the up the a hill, and I think. Oh god! I also screamed at the top of my lungs when that happened. <laughs> are we are we running? Yeah, we're running while we're yeah, yeah. you just like okay. burst out of the cave <laughs> and you're panting. And Chip says, "Well, dude, so like, yeah, no alien. That was a bear. Make I admit. Intelligence rolls. I'll give Chip one too, or brains, I should say. Yep." Eleven. All right. Well, Dickie is the only one who sees in the sky a sharp arc of light trailing off you guys, into the distance. You guys, look up. What? 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 What is it, dude? See uh, that? <gasps> right there. <sighs> quick, quick. Get my Polaroid. I got to get a Polaroid. It's uh, leaving. Uh, Dick, uh, uh, yeah, plunge raise the Polaroid. Say, like, snap. As, as many as he can squeeze in at the I can't believe it. Does he turn the flash off? Um, I mean, I don't think the exposure on there is going to be. I um, see if he has the presence of mind to do so. I don't know. You tell me. He rolled a six on his brains roll. Um, I mean, it probably doesn't matter. It's fucking broad daylight anyway. Uh, so, but yes, he snaps as many. That's true. He snaps a bunch of, of pictures. Uh, and um, in the first few. There is a bright spot of light, and it's in a. It's like here, and then it moves in the next one, and then it moves some more in the next one. 
Well, and then it's have, gone. We finally have clear and unambiguous proof. <laughs> yeah, those dots are foolproof. I mean, no one can argue against that. I've got to get on the Northern California UFO BBS tonight and share this song. Incredible. So, you think that was the alien leaving? I have every... We heard that rumbling. I know. I think it had its spaceship down there and it took off and went back to its home planet, which was in the uh, Alpha Proximus. Well, well uh, it's a three-star system of Alpha Centauri and Proxima Centauri and whatever the other one is. The Centauri white trash cousin. And Proxima Centauri is the closest one to us, but it's not the brightest. Chip, aren't you... Ugh. Chip, you can't deny what we just saw in the sky. Now, come on. Well, it's pretty weird, dude. Uh, pretty weird, but... I don't, yeah, I don't know. It might have been a plane, though. No way. No way. You saw it. You know what you saw. Listen, we've all been through a lot. What do you say? We just go back to the garage. We play some Druids of Dragondale. Watching John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness and just call it a happy Thanksgiving. Yes, and uh, maybe we're not going to see this alien anymore now. It's gone, and we're, we can just go back to normal now. Oh, I have a feeling we might see him again. In fact, I already have a scheme in mind to see if I can't contact him. All right. Um Make, uh, just before we call this, I I, I want to make I want Plunger to make a brains roll. He does seem to know a fair bit about ten. Oh, Not it occurs bad. to Plunger that Proxima Centauri is about four point two four light years away. Oh, then, then we could get there in four point two years and not thirty. Uh, yes, unless. There's a wormhole, or a, a, you know, some sort of dimensional uh, portal. But if I sent him a message in the next few months, it would take four years to get there. And then four years to, for him to send a message back. And so by the time we are in college, we will know the answer to this mystery. Well, I'm in college. Remember, you're not going to college, but... Uh, when we are college... When we are... College of, age. College age. I, of course, will be... Interning with various paranormal research groups. Well, you did. Uh, you did wake up at 4:24 a.m. after your dream. Well, at the time, I thought there might be some cosmic significance to that, but I don't know what it is. I Plunk. just told you. <gasps> 4.24 light years from Earth. Wow. I knew it had cosmic significance, and you said it did. I guess this is why I'm the supervising commander of our strike force. So, Laser Man, Ninja, supervised by Avenging Condor, let us retire to the garage for a rousing campaign of Druids of Dragondale. Here, here. And luckily for you guys, there's plenty more marshmallow fluff at my house. Can I, I think a, you've all earned it. Can I be a, like a rogue, like a thief, dude? Um, be whatever you want to be. It's uh, your imagination. Your imagination is the only limit. Yes. All right. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a fun second excursion into uh, Jupiter Springs. I'm sure we'll be back someday. 
Oh, undoubtedly. Yes. Well, thanks for listening once again. Let us hear from you. Goodbye. Goodbye.